It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Reaching the Masses Media Ministry, and I am your host for this morning, Elder Charlie Pritchett, and I am an associate elder at the New Hope Apostolic Church in Danville, Virginia. We are here this morning discussing and going over some things um, from a perspective of a topic that was had, that was talked about over this program a few weeks ago, of what a woman wants, what a woman needs, and other things. And we're coming in now from a male perspective of what a man wants, what a man needs, what a father wants, what a husband wants. And today we are going to be, the topic is what a father needs or what a father wants. But I am going to flip the script a little bit on that. And we have talked about during this program many things that, you know, a man would desire and a man would want in a woman or a mate or a spouse or, or whatever. But, you know, we when we talk about all that, we have to realize what we as men are bringing to the table. And so this morning we're going to talk about the topic is what a man wants and what a, what a father wants, what a father needs. But I'm going to flip it. I'm going to talk about what our heavenly father wants of the men that he and how he's preparing us to meet that woman that we've been looking for and everything. As always, before we do anything, we'd like to start off with a, a prayer. My co-host, I'm not sure if he's here, but if uh, Deacon Hazel, if you're here, just speak up and say good morning and hello. Good morning. He's not hello. Here yet. Uh, okay, he's here. I, I didn't know if he was yeah. on board or not. Let's go over there. Praise the Lord, brother. How you doing so this morning? So far, what so we're gonna good. Do it. Okay. As always, yeah. before we start anything, we want to go about and start off with a word of prayer. So that's just to, as we go before the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, once again, we stand in your presence. Father, first, is asking and thanking you for another day, for this appointed time, for this appointed place. Father, we ask you, Lord, to speak through us or use us for your glory. Use us to give out information that will bless us, Lord, as well as other men that are listening to this program. Father, we thank you again for everything you've done for us and everything that you're going to do. And Father, right now, Lord, we ask that you would take over this program, use it for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I say good morning to everyone that's listening in. We are going to talk about this today. The program today may not be as long because I'm Part of my duties as being an elder at the church, I have some other responsibilities that I have to do there, but I want to make sure that I was able to get both of these in. So the programs today may not run as long as we would normally do, but we're going to do what does says the Lord, even if I had to run a little late for the other, but we will do what God says and what God wants us to do. And this morning we were talking about, like I said, I'm going to flip the script and we're going to be talking about what our Heavenly Father expects of us, what he wants of us as men, how he wants us to stand. And our base scripture for today, and you may say that it's, it, it's a little off-brand, but it's really nice when we get into it, what we're going to be talking about. Our base scripture today is going to be Ephesians chapter number 5, verses 25 through 28 or 29. And it reads, as husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. And gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any other such thing, 
but that it should be holy and without blemish. Verse number 28 says, So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loves his life, he that loves his wife himself. Now, that may seem kind of broad and off base, but what I want to do with that is we are going to go. I have 10 things that I want to pull up of how God expects his children, his men to be. And as we go to these 10 things, we will walk. If we forget, I'm praying we'll have the opportunity to get to all of them. As we go through these things, we would like you to just think about and contemplate them. If I give a scripture reference, we won't have time to read the scripture, but any scripture reference that I give, I would like you to jot it down and read it for, for later on about what God mm-hmm. expects of his men and how God wants us to be godly men. Because if we are godly men, the question of what we expect of a woman, it won't really even play into the equation that much because if we're doing everything that God wants us to do, God has that that spouse or that mate. Uh, I'm see my tongue getting twisted. On that spouse or that mate already picked out for us, and so we'll just gotta walk. The Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all of his life, yeah. these things should be added unto you. And so as we prepare ourselves, God is also preparing that person for us that's going to be there to meet our needs. And so, men, I'm saying to you this morning, let us begin to work on ourselves first. Because when we bring what God has won us, when we bring that to the table, um, you know, I, no, I don't say this would really be funny, but we're not only going to be irresistible looking, but we're going to be irresistible on the inside as well. And, you know, we want to present ourselves as God would have us to go. And so now, that being said, let me look at this first and think uh, I want you to just, you know, just break in whenever you need to. And we will yes, say the first thing that God wants from a godly man is he wants us to be, we want, he wants us to know him. And when I say mm-hmm. I want us to know him, to a godly father knows God. It should go without saying, but many, you know, and many men they want the children to have a relationship with God, but then we don't even have a relationship with God our own self. You know, we'll, we'll let the wives take the children to church. You know, we'll send them to Sunday school on the van, on the bus, or whatever. And but I mean, we'll sit home and watch the football game or or whatever we're going to do. And we if we are dependent on them, we're dependent on the preacher to install the godly values. And as soon as they're being taught and, and the children are, and the wife and everything, they'll be given all the godly values they need from the preacher well, at church, but they're not seeing it from us at home. And so when they begin to do that, and, and, but that you know the, they are watching us. The children are watching us. The spouse is watching us. And if they see or they they, you know, get the impression themselves that uh, knowing God is not important to the Father, guess what? They're going to feel like it's not a priority and something they should have to worry about then. So the first thing that our Heavenly Father would expect of us as being godly men as to, it is to know Him. And I'm not just talking about know the stories or know the, 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 the what people call them, the narratives that are in the Bible, but have a relationship with him, have a relationship that where he's leading and what he's guiding you and what he's putting you where you need to be. 
And once you do that, you know, that's the foundation. That's the foundation that every man should lay. Before he go out looking for a spouse, before he go out looking for anything else, he should lay that foundation of knowing God himself and let himself be led by God. Amen? Amen. That's, that, that's number one. And now, uh, let's would uh, D.H. like to speak on that for a second? Well, I totally agree yeah. with you. Totally, to totally. Um, just I know one thing my pastor pressed once, um, some years ago was to know God and to make Him known. So that was the mm-hmm. name of the service. Uh, so my my point would be to to know God and, and not only make Him known to those people that we may run across every day, but we got to make God known to our wives too. See, they got to see Christ in us. Mm-hmm. And and I believe that's how that they will be able to uh force the scripture and wives submit yourselves to your, your own husband. I believe mm-hmm. that's how they will be able to submit to us if they see Christ in us mm-hmm. uh in order for them to submit to us. And 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 that's how I, I have always believed believe that. Uh yeah, I'm still still learning on this right now, but I know that the word of God to be true. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, to, to knowing Christ, uh, the more see, the more the more love of God, the more love for my wives. Put it yes. in one nutshell. <laughs> yeah. The more we love yeah. God, the more wives are gonna love us. That's it. And see that that is the perfect segue into the second thing that I think that God would want for us. It says a godly father loves mm-hmm. and honors his wife. Mm-hmm. And it has been said that the best gift a father can give his children or his wife, well, give his children rather, is the love of their mother. And when children grow up watching healthy, loving interactions between the parents, they naturally seek to imitate that in their own marriages. You know, when if, if they see mama loving daddy and daddy loving mama, they're going to want to initiate the same thing. So when they go out, they're going to look for a man or a woman that's going to do the same thing that they saw mom and daddy. If they saw mom and daddy hugging and being loving towards one another and talking things out and working together, that's what they that's going to be instilled within them, and that's what they're going to be looking for in a in a relationship that they that they go by. And so now, if we look at this now, okay, first we're building this man up now so he can be kind of irresistible, or, or if they would say he's going to be some of your magnets draw people. First, he has the foundation down that God wants yeah, him. He knows God. And second, once he gets into a, a relationship or gets into a marriage, he's going to show that spouse, he's going to show and honor and, and, and love her. And, and, you know, love isn't always hugging and kissing. You know, let's, no. let's get that, let's, let's get that right. out of the way because you can't love, hug, and kiss all the time. Somebody got to go out and do some work because you can buy some groceries. Yeah, Somebody got to make some decisions. <laughs> so, you know, love, hugging and kissing, and intimacy that has its place, but also you know being showing love and showing um, honor for your wife that can be something as simple as opening the door for her. You know that you know, used to call it you used to call it chivalry back in the day, but that's just honoring your wife. And I see so many occasions now, uh, and I used to blame other uh, younger guys, but I see older guys doing it too. They walk in. They walk into a door and the woman get it out the best way she can. 
Uh, simple, other, other little simple things. Honoring your, honoring your, honoring your mate. Walking down the sidewalk together. And if you're walking down the street and you're walking together, man, you should always put that woman on the inside, facing away from the traffic. Thank so if, you. Thank if you. something comes Thank down, uh, comes down the street, they're gonna hit you before they get hurt. That's this just showing a sir that's honoring her and showing that. Baby, I'm ready to give my life or to make sure you're protected. You know, it's a simple thing. That, and I guarantee you, man, women are paying attention to that. You know, they're, yes, they're paying they attention to whether or not you're going to open the door for them, uh, whether you're going to pump the gas for them at the gas station, whether you're going to let them walk down the street, or you walk on the inside, or you walk on the outside. They are looking at these things. So you have to honor her in every way that you can. And you see that happening. Um. Now let's go on to number three. Like I, said, I may be rushing a little bit, but I want to get to these as much as possible. And now the, the next one that I want to get on is something that, and I probably could spend the whole program on this, but we're gonna we're gonna hit it and lay it out there for you men. And that's a godly man, and what God expects of his godly men, he's gonna he's gonna want to accept the responsibility for his his children's spiritual training. He's not going to rely on somebody else to teach his kids what they should know, what they should know. Oh, he's going to he's going to do that himself, oh. and what that's going to take from him is he's going to have to study himself. There was an old term uh, back when they first started teaching computer science, and it's called gago. Gago simply means God is in, God is out. Or what you put into something is what you're going to get out of the situation. Uh, so if you put love and spiritual training into that child, that spiritual training is going to be in that child. And so when they go out, it will, it will already be there. They're going to have to go out and learn. It's automatically going to come out when situations come up. Behave it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I oh, believe, uh, scripture. Say again? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, the Bible just simply tell, tells us to train a, a child up in a way he should go, and when he gets told he would not depart from his ways. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you just spoke on goes along with that that scripture. And um, yeah, sure, train your child, train your child up in the way he should go, and uh, when he oh he gets older, uh, he'll see when he won't he he won't depart from it. And definitely mm-hmm. looking that up. Looking at the husband and the wife, you know they're gonna definitely uh, follow what they see mom and dad do. Right, and uh, they, they see us uh, arguing and fighting, and they're gonna grow up arguing, fighting. But they see us going to church and lo- loving God and loving ourselves, loving each other. Mm-hmm. They're gonna uh, grow up in church and loving themselves and loving their wife or husband. Amen. Amen. That's all. Amen. That's all I got. Amen. Pretty much a nutshell, right there. That's Right there. That's that's but that spiritual training is not only gonna be is gonna be taken up for the world. That spiritual training is gonna be um uh interpersonal relationships between the husband if the husband and the wife, you know, they look in together, but now see now children today they have outside influences and they see other children that may not have the the training that they have doing certain things, you know, um I work with children a lot, and I see things about that. You know, I see children acting in a way that you know that what they're doing what they've seen at home. 
And I'm saying this I'm saying this about training. If a child comes up and starts disrespecting that mother, talking back and sassing and giving that mother a whole lot of lip, uh-uh, father, you got to step in right then and there and say, you don't yes, disrespect sir. your mother, you don't disrespect this house, you know, you, you let them know that that's a you know, you know, there are certain lines and certain barriers that you can't cross with a child, but they have also got to see that you're not crossing those same lines yourself, and they're setting up a situation that's going to be all around. They're going to know how to act and how to present themselves in a situation. And they don't. They know that it's not okay to talk back to mama. That it's not okay to mm-hmm. say it back at mama. It's not okay to to square off and like you're going to hit your mama and then like that. Uh-uh, that's unacceptable behavior. Uh-huh. And we got to make sure that they know that. <laughs> yeah. Let's go on to number to number four. Some of the things that God. That God is looking for in that father What he wants out of that godly father And it says a godly father Is continually aware Of the influence that he has Upon the family You know that leads back to what I was just saying They don't They don't want to do They don't want to see you say do as I say And not do as I do They're going to do exactly what they see you do If they see you come in And uh, sit down and, 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 and grab you a first thing you do when you walk in the house is grab you a, a can of beer out the refrigerator. They're gonna think that that's how it's supposed to be. You know they gonna and I'm not gonna you know that's another whole conversation to get in about about drinking and all that kind of stuff. But what I'm saying is, you lead them by example. You do the things that you know are going to be acceptable in God's sight, and you know that. God is influencing you in every decision and every aspect of your life. And if they see that, they're naturally going to fall in line behind that. And if not, you're going to know how to teach them how to be respectful towards God, first of all, and respectful toward their mother, and just be respectful in the things that they do. And they're going to see you walking, not only talking to talk, but walking and walk behind it. Right? Yeah. Amen. Yes. And ch- children will definitely learn what they see. Now, the, the fifth thing, and this is another one that, that uh, probably we could spend a whole lot of time on it, and I, I think we're going to get to all of them. It says, a godly father models selfless service. Much of Jesus' early life was given to certain others. As followers of Jesus, we are to imitate that service. In the scripture, I want you to take that again, Matthew twenty twenty eight. Godly fathers yeah. figure out ways to involve the little ones in service. And see, this is something that, you know, again, I watch my nephew um, at church. He's uh, the musician for our church. And he comes in and he plays organ. And he's, showing, he's teaching his son on the drums, and he's showing him how to play drums. And so last Sunday, there was a chance that our, there was a situation where our regular drummer at church did um, had some. Um, some difficulty he wasn't able to come in church. But what happened is um, my cousin called his little son up to pick up the sticks and play drum, and everybody in the church was so surprised when they saw little Larry on the drum because little Larry tore them drums up. See, but I already knew because I knew that Larry uh, Jr. had been training Larry the third to go up. So Amen. He was training him to go up. So when that situation came up, he was ready to step right in. And so this is how train the child spiritually, train the child naturally. Don't let don't you know, don't train your child up to be entitled thinking 
We owe them everything. Train them up. Teach them they need to know how to work for things, especially your male children. Teach yes, them sir. to know that they need to work for things. You know, if, if I grew up in the, in, in the country, and I started, I think I had my first job when I was six years old, and that was working in tobacco. And uh, I tell these old stories, and people say, oh, you just owe. But see, I can remember working all day long for four dollars, and that hasn't been that long ago. And you know, it's not the money aspect of it, but it was the aspect of it that if you work, you're going to get paid. If you don't work, you're not going to get paid. And so, you know, the Bible talks about it. if a man don't work, he don't eat. And so, we have to instill that within our children a work instinct, a work ethic that will. Benefit them the rest of their life. No, they they can't live there. They can't live. They can't live yeah. on mama. They can't live there and, and wait for mama to go out. You go out and do it yourself. And, you know, there's nothing else. You know, do what you can. Everybody's not supposed to do everything, but we can do whatever we can to and, and teach your children to do the same thing. They'd be surprised yeah. how how in, how ingenious it can be when it comes to bringing their finance. Amen. Amen. Number six, we're going to get to a godly father is consistent. He's doing, he's the same way today. He'll be the same way next week. If you see him next year, he'll be the same way. You know, I I, I constantly talk about how people can put on a mask for a Sunday morning service. You walk in the church and everybody look like they could just walk on water. They so heavenly, you know. All of them walk in when they get out the car on the churchyard. They put the, they put their halos on. But now we want to find out what happened to those same fathers, man. The church service when the benediction is given and you back in your car and you back at home, do you take that halo off and leave it in the trunk until next Sunday? Uh, are you the same consistent person in church? Or are you the same person, same consistent person at home? Is the light that you're shining in church and showing everybody in church, is that the same person that your wife sees at home? Is that the same person that your children see at home? You know, I remember an instance where I saw we were up, the, just, the preacher was preaching, and his son was a friend of mine, and the son looked at me and said, I don't know who this man is. And that was a sad commentary. How the right. was standing there doing all of this, but and the son was saying, "I don't know this man. The man that, the, that we see is not the man that the children know." So what we have to realize is, be consistent in all that you do. The same, the same person that's behind closed doors, you show that person. You have to make sure that, that person yeah. is the same person that people I see in, in public. But you want to comment on that one? No, I'm just I'm listening to you. I'm learning too, see, because I think we're all uh, every day God gives us to love to live. We're learning, you know, and, and it's good to hear uh, outside information on what you believe in. So I'm listening to you. I'm receiving as well, uh, being slowly speaking, quickly listening. Mm. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm listening to you right now. God is good. Right. Thank you. <laughs> All right, and one Sir? of the most important factors in training and being consistent is we have to show forgiveness. If our children or if oh. our spouse, if our wife, seeing us have a consistently forgiving spirit, then they in turn 
can also have that forgiving spirit within them and show forgiveness and show forth love and empathy towards other people. You know, and, and one of the things that I see today is everybody is angry. They don't know why they're angry. They're just angry. No forgiveness. <laughs> No, you know, they're, 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 they're situation down there at first and ask questions as they get up. No forgiveness whatsoever. But God, oh, wow. and if we treated people in the way, or if God treated us the way we treat some people, oh, man, it would, it would be a terrible situation. But God is constantly forgiving us. He's constantly showing us his love. He's constantly showing us that that. that you know, you messed up, okay? I'm going to show you how, so don't, just don't do it again. And, you know, I'm going to forgive you, but just don't try not to do it again. And I'm going to put my spirit in you, distressing you, so you won't have to do it again. And, you know, that's the kind of God of love that, that yeah. that's the kind of godly man that God wants us to be. You know, if your child, say, if a child at the table or a child spills some milk, the first thing you want to do is pull out your belt, you know, and and and, and do like they need to do to give them thirty nine stripes. You know, uh uh-uh. uh, you gotta be forgiven. You know, you know, you, you, tell, you show them, teach them by doing that. Well, you hold the cup this way, and you won't spill it, or you drink the cup this way, because children unborn with a hundred percent knowledge, they are like sponges in in a in a, in a nice relationship. That's a sponge and. And our wives absorb what we do. Well, if we do bad things, they absorb that. If we do good things, they'll absorb that too. And as we are constantly showing forth the love of God in our life, showing forth the things that we need to do, God is constantly right there along with us. Mm-hmm. Number seven. Amen. A godly father, and see, now this is for, you know, we're going to get into it now. The children, they've been smiling so far, then they get mad at the snap. So a godly father, Disciplines his children, but see, I'm not going to leave it at discipline, but he disciplines them appropriately. Discipline is part of a child rearing, and it should not be ignored. But we should not always wait. You know, we come home, and a lot of times now the wife is working as well as the husband. Back in the day, the the situation was where the wives were working, that um, the wives weren't working. That the wives would do all of the rearing and discipline of the children, and the father wouldn't do anything. But I tell you what, when I was young and we was acting up, my old mom had to say, "Was wait till daddy get home." Wait till daddy get home. Wait till daddy get home, and you wait there and you you straighten right up because you know that daddy's going to discipline you the way that it should be, and daddy's going to get you. He's going to let you. He did it in love, but he he still did it. And I didn't understand when I was young. A daddy would turn my backsides up, but then he would hug me and say, "You shouldn't do that anymore." You know, he, or even he was in the come on, let's go do this. And he, you know, we, he he would walk us outside, especially in the, in the springtime. So he'd walk us down by the apple trees or something. He'd be telling us he he tore us up now, but yet still after he's gonna walk us down by the apple trees or down by the garden or something, and we're gonna start doing some other things. He's gonna pick some out all the time. He's talking, letting us know that he didn't. Discipline us out of meanness, but he disciplined us out of, out of, because he loved us. And I, I, I'm running over my time a little bit. I said I was going to do one a lot. I got a like 30 minutes today. Uh, what if uh, you didn't 
daddy? What if your mama was your daddy? And uh, all she had to do was say, come here, boy. And, and the way her tone, her tone and her voice it was, come here, boy, will exactly put fear in your heart immediately. You know, yeah. um, I didn't have a daddy when I was growing up. But uh, the, the fear of God in my wife and my, and my mama, and my mama was my daddy. You know. All right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I still have those, those um, well, like a father. She, she would take us a walk. She would uh, tell us to, to to come here, and she would sit down, tell us one time to do it again. She tell us the second time, but the third time, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yep, she that's had to discipline us like our daddy would. So that was yeah. to the single mamas out there. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. I didn't really want to cut it short today, but like I said, um, I this is one of those days where. My plate is kind of full on the day. So I really Amen. hope that some of the things that we said today, that you, know, that you would take them in and work with them so that, you know, God will be able to work with you in your life. And and we can turn out and be those godly men that God has called us to be. God is looking for men that are going to follow his commandments, going to do what he says. And That's what right. we want to do today is closing out this program. Um, but hey, let me ask you as you would go ahead and give us a close out prayer. And then, with that being said, we hope again that you have found something informative and something that will bless your spirit out of these uh, lessons we've had about what God expects of his man. But big days, let me ask you to close us out in prayer. Dear Lord God, we just thank you, Lord, for, your, for all of the uh, bits of gold nuggets, Lord. We come from your word, Lord Jesus. Thank you for the brother that brought the word, Lord Jesus. We just pray, Lord God, that you would, uh, let this uh, lay upon our hearts, let this word lay upon our hearts, Lord God, and take it, Lord God, and run with it, Lord, and let our family eat from the, the food of the, um, of, the, of the word, Lord God, and in the name of Jesus. We give you the glory, praise, and honor. We thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 And in closing, again, thank you, Brother Hayden, for all of your input. And like you said, until we meet him again, may God ever bless you and smile upon you. In Jesus' name. Have a blessed day, people. And blessed day, amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our program today, Saturday Morning Live with Jesus, with what a father wants and what a father needs. I'm not sure if they'll be coming back with part two next week or if we're coming with a new series, but I'll leave a post on our Facebook page, our fan page, Reach the Masses Media Ministry on Facebook. I'll leave a post there to let you know what we'll be doing next Saturday for Saturday Morning Live with Jesus. Join us tonight at 7 p.m. for a nightly prayer and scripture and tomorrow at 12 p.m. for Sunday afternoon service for the Vintage Portia MacGyver. So thank you for joining us and have a blessed day.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.